It is the ESPN UP Coaches Show. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad you're with us this Friday afternoon, week nine of the high school football season here in Michigan. And we've got some awesome games around the UP. We're going to break that down for you. We're going to take a look at the playoff scenario and talk with coaches throughout the hour. Glad to have you along. If you miss any part of the show, you can get caught up on demand. Get our free mobile app from the Apple I Store or Google Play or look up ESPNUP.com and find the on-demand there. Let's start it out by taking a look at the UP scoreboard before we hit the phone line talk to some coaches. And we got started last night when Ishpeming clinches their second consecutive Westpac Iron Division title with a 54-8 win over Bark River Harris. The Hematites total 432 yards rushing in that game. They trailed 8 nothing to start things out. And then all of a sudden, the Hematites got the ball rolling and they run right over Bark River Harris to finish a regular season 7-2. Bark River Harris at 5-4, and projected to be one of the last teams that makes the postseason field in Division 8. And right now, these two teams are set to rematch in the first round of the playoffs in Ishpeming per the latest playoff projections. Elsewhere last night, Cedarville hosting Engadine as Engadine gets the win 54-20. to They finish a regular season 8-1. and Cedarville's going to be a bubble team as they finish the regular season at 5-4. and We were supposed to have Stevenson at North Central last night. Again, that was forfeited. Stevenson forfeiting the final three games of their regular season. North Central via forfeit finishes the year 9-0 and as they get set for the postseason season. Here's what's coming up tonight around the UP. Menominee with a chance to play themselves off the bubble. It's a toughie though. They got to go to Hopkins and take on an undefeated squad at 8-0. Menominee 5-3 right now projected to get in as a four seed in Division 6. They can certainly help their case with a win over Class B Hopkins this evening. Gladstone 3-5 will close the season tonight when they take on Ascada who comes in at 7-1. Sault Ste. Marie a chance to clinch tonight. They're 5-3. They go downstate and they will take on Gaylord who's coming in at two and six. Hancock trying to play themselves off the bubble and get into the division five playoffs. Well they've got some work to do. They first need to get themselves on the bubble because they come in tonight at four and four. A win and they're probably in per the latest playoff projections. They should have enough playoff points. They're four and four at home against Houghton, who comes in at two and six. We have a couple of six and two teams we know are going to the postseason here on ESPN UP tonight when Nagani travels to take on Westwood, a rivalry game, and what could be a preview of a playoff matchup next week. In all likelihood, home field advantage on the line tonight when the Patriots take on the Miners. Pre-game at 640, kickoff at 7 here on ESPN-UP. Another Westpac battle tonight, West Iron County. They're going dancing next week. They close a regular season tonight at 2-6 and six Norway. The Wycons at 7-2 and two, still with a chance to get home field in the first round of the postseason. Charlevoix on the road taking on Harbor Springs. Charlevoix is 5-3, and three, Harbor Springs 6-2. and two. So you got one team that's in, Charlevoix trying to play themselves off the bubble. How about a little eight-player football? We've got Rapid River at home against Superior Central. Neither team will be going dancing next week. Superior Central 2-6, and six, Rapid River 3-5. and five. Each is trying to close out the season on a high note. Elsewhere, Carney Nadeau at 3-5 and five goes on the road to take on 2-6 and six, North Dickinson. Same situation. Both those teams just looking to finish the year on a high note. Newberry looking to clinch a spot in the postseason. They're 5-3. and three. They go on the road to take on 3-5 and five. Rudyard this evening. Rudyard... Just trying to end the year with a W. 
You've got a couple of four and four teams in the Great Northern UP Conference. Marquette at home with Kingsford, each trying to get themselves onto the playoff bubble. With a win, Marquette gets their first conference championship outright since 1973, and in all likelihood a trip to the playoffs in Division Three. Kingsford still up in the air. They might need a convincing win tonight and get a few more playoff points to go their way. Escanaba at 6-2 and two on the road taking on Schwartz Creek. They come in at 1-7. and seven. Lons trying to get themselves onto the bubble. They're 4-4, four and four, a tall task for the Purple Hornets tonight as they try to avoid dropping their fourth straight, which would knock them out of the postseason when they go to Calumet, who comes in at 7-1. and one. Calumet still with a chance that they wouldn't have to leave the UP unless it means a trip to Ford Field for the state championship. Calumet sitting pretty as they try to close a regular season tonight with just their one loss to Iron Mountain. Speaking of which, Iron Mountain at home tonight, they're 8-0. They take on 0-8 Gogibic, trying to put the finishing touches on a perfect regular season. Gwynn at home tonight, they'll battle Munising, a couple of teams that are still looking to get into the win column, both come in at 0-8. East Jordan at home tonight, trying to close the season on a high note. They have Grand Granville Calvin Christian, who's 1-7, making the trip up here to the UP. Johannesburg Lewiston looking to put the finishing touches on an unbeaten regular season. They're 8-0. They go on the road to take on Indian River Inland Lakes, who's 0-8. Pickford at 7-1, battling Brimley, who's 5-3. Brimley with a win, and they're in. Pickford's still playing for home field advantage as long as they can keep it going throughout the postseason. Ontonagans 1-7. They're on the road taking on Forest Park. That game in Crystal Falls, a 6 two Crystal Falls squad this evening fighting for playoff positioning as far as home field advantage goes. A couple of games tomorrow, Manistique trying to end the regular season on a high note when they go to Lake Linden to take on Lake Linden Hubble. The Lakes at 5-3, and three, a win, and they're into the postseason a loss, and they're waiting. It's going to be a long wait till Sunday night. Meanwhile, Hart at 1-7 and seven comes up here to take on St. Ignace at 4-4. Four and four. They're trying to get themselves in the postseason bubble and get in consideration with that fifth win. That is a look around the UP scoreboard for Week 9 of the high school football season. Let's take a timeout when we come back. Let's hit the phone line, talk with some coaches, and get their thoughts on their matchup. And for one coach, his team's victory last night. All that more coming up here in ESPN-UP. At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business. They don't just work here, they live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjorken Zalke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjorken Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. 
Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Westwood Patriot football with head coach Scott Sergula. His team getting set to take on Nagani to close a regular season. Coach, let's go back to last week. Your team takes down Go Gibbick 47 nothing. got out to a hot start and never let up. And I know that was one of your goals after the Lance game. Do you feel like your team accomplished that? Yeah, um, I, I really do. Um, you know, this team has had a little bit of a Achilles heel to where you know, we, we may get up on somebody and, you know, and kind of let up and uh, been stressing it all year and uh, stressed it that game. I thought the kids really responded really well and uh, did a great job, did a great job. What you like about your team offensively, Coach? Uh, you know, we are, you know, you can't just say it's the Chad Pullman show or the Taylor Delangelo. You know, my true belief is that it starts up front. Uh, I thought, I think our linemen have come up long, long ways this year. Um, they, uh, you know, we may not be the biggest, but I think we come off the ball fairly well. And, uh, you know, that's a credit to Coach Wilgen, and he's done a great job, and Coach Tackman has done a great job with, with our line. Um, you know, we're, we have uh, multiple weapons, and, um, you know, we're trying not to show our hand, obviously, too much sometimes, and uh, different things than that, but you know, this week we're in a little bit of a conundrum, as is Nagani, where, you know, you don't want to show your hand, but you want to win the game also. So, pick your poison, right? Well, Coach, you talked about the offensive line and their improvement throughout the year. Any other position group that jumps out for you from week one to eight? Well, you, you know, I think our backs have come a long way. It, um, I'll tell you what, uh, moving Garrett, man, um, you know, he's. I'll, he, I'll be honest, he's a little bit of the unsung hero. Um uh, within our offense, and uh, um, you know, Taylor is a very dynamic back. He's fast. He's quick. He has great vision. Um, and I'm happy with him. And I was talking to him about this the other day. Uh, he runs hard. He really does. It, it, um, you know, he'll he's a little missile sometimes. And uh, people, you know, people look at his size and yeah, he's you know not that big. I'm sure he's not, but he does run fairly hard. He's, he's a strong kid. Um, you know, and then Garrett, uh, in front of him, uh, has really helped, helped us out tremendously. And, uh, you know, Chad, of course, and Mason Mariusa and our receiving core. And, you know, you throw Eric Anderson in there. We have, we have multiple weapons. And, um, you know, it's, it's a credit to the kids, though. I mean, that's the work they put in over the summer. And, um, you know, it's, uh, we got a, we got a great group of kids. Coach, going back to what you said a couple minutes ago that you don't want to show your hand in Nagani and vice versa, I know the playoff projections are out there and they say your teams are supposed to meet up in the first round. Do your guys pay attention to that? Is it in the back of their mind or how do they go about that? Yeah, they were looking at it today. You know, it's you know obviously readily available there on Snooze to You. And, um, you know, so, you know, they're watching it, they're looking at it. But tell you what, your Menominee wins. And it throws a monkey wrench in everything. They they probably become uh, possibly the two or three seed, you know, and the loser of our game, us and Nagani, will be the maybe the four seed, uh, you know. So, and I don't know. I don't know if you know they beat if they beat Hopkins. I think that's an undefeated team, uh, Class B. That's going to put them right up there. They're not far behind the playoff points. So uh, that that that's an interesting scenario. So I mean, if they win, um, you know, we're not at Nagani. Uh, we could be a three seed, we could be a two seed, you know, so it's, you know, we kind of, 
little different there. And you never know what's going to happen, you know. Uh, they could lose and maybe a team upset somebody downstate and it's in that northern Michigan uh, region, and northern lower peninsula there, and, you know. So then all of a sudden you're getting Maple City, Glen Lake coming up to our region, you know. So I don't know. It, 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 I look at it, but, you know, um, won't know until Sunday at 7. Coach, how's this week of practice been as you gear up for Nagani? Cold, wet, and rainy. <laughs> Has it been a good practice, uh, though? Yeah, our kids, our kids have been great. Uh, you know, it was raining so hard and raining sideways on Monday. Uh, we were, you know, um, Monday we we kind of scaled back a little bit, uh, shortened practice up, and um, you know, the rest of the week, you know, our, our field is just uh, it's almost unusable at this point. Uh, our our practice field, and uh, so. We've been struggling with that. You know, if we have to go in the parking lot, we'll go in the parking lot. Um, but it, uh, it is what it is. You know, I, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And, but it's it's been a great week, and um, kids have been focused. And you know, they're it's a great group of kids. They really are. Coach, let's talk about Nagani. What do we expect from them on Friday? Um, they're good. Uh, I tell you what, I, I think the coaching staff and the kids have done a a really good job this year of uh, battling through a little bit of adversity. You know, you, they lost a few starters. They got they got a, a lot of them back now, and they uh, started getting them back last week. Um, you know, with or without Duchesne, they're a very good football team. And uh, you know, but they, they they were down. You know, I remember Jake saying they were down to their second and third string position players. And tell you what, you know, I'm watching the kid and you know, week three, and then you watch them in week eight, and, you know, uh, they, they coached them up, and those, they, that team has improved, and um, they're, a, they're a solid, solid, really good football team. We're going to have our hands full. How's their line play, Coach? They're really, really big. Um, but every team we've played, uh, faced this year and played uh, has been bigger than us. But I'll be honest, I, I think probably Nagani may be the biggest. Um, they're big right across the board. And, uh, you know, they got a uh, fast tailback. Uh, they got a good fullback. Uh, you know, they got Jarby back. And, um, you know, they got him a little bit at tight end. And, you know, they got Munson at receivers. And, um, you know, they're, they, they are. Goose, Salmon and Gooseberry, I mean, they're, they have athletes and they got a line. They're a good all-around football team. And, they, they you know, they run so many different formations. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a bugger to prepare for how about scheme-wise? What do they look like offensively? Uh, you know, it's, with them, it starts with the option. Uh, they're going to start double tight or in pro twins. Um, you know, they're going to run their option. They're going to run their belly option. Um, you know, Waterman's their quarterback. Um, you know, he's kind of obviously the centerpiece there. And um, you know, he's a great athlete. I, I know his dad. I went to school with his dad, and I've known Jason since he's been a, a, a young kid. And, uh, he's a tremendous competitor. Um, works hard. Works hard in the off season. Works hard at practice. I imagine, and, you know, um, they're going to run the option with him. They're going to run the belly option. Uh, you know, and, and to mix it up, they're going to spread it out. We'll go empty. We'll go four wide, five wide. Um, you know, they're they're similar to us. Uh, we run the option. Obviously, uh, I think we've only ran it a few times this year. I, I'm I'm an option guy. I like it. 
we just uh, didn't quite have the personnel, in my opinion, to run it as much. But, we, you know, we still run it occasionally. Um, but they run multiple formations. Um, they try to get their athletes in space, and they can do it because their line is huge. And, you know, you got to run a practically run around them to get to, to, get to anybody. So it's, it's going to be a tall task ahead of us. Does the key defensively lie for you with being disciplined, staying at home? Yeah, you know, it, 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 to stop them, we're going to one. We 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 got to stop the fullback. Stop the fullback first, when then the eye formation. Um, stop the read option. Stop the belly. Um, stop the regular option. Get to the quarterback. It you know, it makes you play assignment football, um, and then uh, uh, we've given up too many big plays this year. Um, in the secondary, and uh, we've worked really hard at it, really, really hard at it these last couple of weeks. I think we're getting better. Um, you know, we can't give up the big play. And uh, if we can do or limit them, I should say, to some of those things and do some of those things for us, and, uh, we, may, we, we may have a shot. Defensively, what does Nagani bring to the table? Uh, they're usually in there. It's a 40 front. It's like a 4-2, and... You know, they'll move their backers around. They'll send them off the edge, and uh, they'll play them in coverage. And uh, they do different things with them. And um, you know, they've moved Waterman around a little bit more this year. Uh, you know, their corners are solid. Uh, their front four is really good. Uh, they come off the ball well. Their linebackers are, uh, you know, they got healthy back, and uh, so it's, it's it's you know it's going to be tough. It, uh, so they run the four fronts. You know, I think if we uh, – they've been known to run a five front, but I think we're, uh, you know, uh, they're going to look at our line and maybe say they don't have to. I, I don't know. It, who knows? Uh, you know, so we prepared for the 40 front and the five front. So. Coach, tell me about the Westwood rivalry with Nagani. It's always special to match up with them no matter what the sport. I know history says the series is lopsided, but you guys have won the last couple of meetings with them. Yeah, we have. We've been fortunate enough to uh, – uh, come out on the winning side of things the last couple of years. Um, you know, I always tell our kids this, uh, you know, it's win the neighborhood. It's Westwood is and Nagani. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't know if Westwood's ever won the neighborhood um, between uh, Westwood and Ishpeming and Nagani. And so, uh, you know, if they beat one one year and they lose to another another year, or that same year, whatever it may be. Uh, so we got a chance to win the neighborhood, you know. And uh, it's all the kids. You got hey, you got bragging rights, you know. And um, you know we beat Ishpeming this year. You know that's one third of the neighborhood. If we can get the other third done, that's a, that's a credit to our kids. And um, kids have worked hard this year. And um, I'm proud of our kids. I really am. It's a great group. And it's, uh, you know I don't, I don't know if anybody expected us really to be in this position. Uh, maybe five and four, four and five. A lot of people were saying. Um, but our kids, you know, they really didn't listen to it or look at it. They just, they're coachable kids and doing what they're coached to do and they work hard. And, um, you know, we shored some things up early on in the season and, um, but, uh, that's a credit to our kids and our, and, and our coaching staff. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of both of them. It could be the final home game for your seniors. We'll see what the playoff bracket looks like. Is there a little emotion that goes into that with senior night? Yeah. You know, it's. These kids don't realize it. this is it. This is it, and uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone, right? The old saying is, I guess, and uh, you try telling them. And uh, that, but I think this group, 
you know, they kind of know. They're 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 pretty self-aware, and so uh, it'll be it'll be special. And hopefully, it's not our, our last home game. Hopefully, we can get a win on Friday night. And, uh, you know, it'll be the first time that we'll ever host a playoff game uh, ever in the history of our school. Um, that's another. That's something that's great. I mean, that's you know that tells me that I uh, program. I think our program is moving in, in a positive direction. We're growing. Um, we're getting wins. Uh, make playoffs, uh, doing the right things, getting coachable kids, and uh, so it, uh, hopefully we're moving in the right direction. Seems like we are. Scott Sergil is a Westwood head football coach. His team closes a regular season with Nagani. Appreciate the time as always, Scott. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks. thanks. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN UP. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Nagani minor football with head coach Paul Jacobson. His team getting set to take on Westwood to close out the regular season. Coach, going back to last week, you clinch a postseason spot with a dominant win over Houghton, 35 nothing. What you like about your squad fundamentally last week? Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of variables involved, right? And, and the games that you should win, you worry about because you worry about our mentality. You worry about your mindset. You worry about the little things, not taking them seriously, and all that sort of good stuff. So, you know, um, yeah, we were. I thought we were the favorite coming in last week, and I, what I liked about um, us was our mentality. We came in uh, very workmanlike, um, knowing what we needed to do, and, and that's kind of been the, the, the story here for the last uh, six weeks is, uh, you know, we've simplified some things with some key p- kids out. Uh, we've been able to get back to some basic things and and uh you know the, the guys have kind of put their you know kind of punched in their time cards and and, and have continued to get better throughout the six weeks and and work on what they need to do as a team and it play um in order to get a win so it's um, it's good to see that houghton's got that tricky offense and they've got some playmakers yet you were able to pitch a shutout what you like about your team's defensive effort you know, again, it goes back to playing good assignment football, you know, and everybody's got a job to do, and if you do your 111th the best of your ability, good things are going to happen, and, and that's been uh, that, that's been what, what's been going on lately for us. Coach, tell me about where this squad is right now. We keep talking about it because you start the year 0-2, suddenly you're 6-2, and winners are 6 straight. Do you feel like you're playing your best football going into Week 9? You know, I think we're playing good football. I don't think it's our best football yet. Um, I think we have a ways to go yet before we reach that. Uh, you know, we still we still are making some mistakes uh, uh, on both sides of the ball, and um, you know, we got to continue to to clear those up. But I think we're we're playing good football. I don't think we're playing our best football yet. What do you need to do to be able to play your best football? Play mistake free, right, <laughs> and win them all. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's very hard. You always you always achieve greatness. You always want to be great. Um, but it's tough, you know, it's tough. Uh, you know, competition has a lot to do with it and, and um, our mentality. So we have to make sure that, um, you know, we continue to work hard and keep continuing to get better um, individually as well as a team. Coach, tell me about this week of practice. Have you liked it? What have you guys been working on? No, it's been, it's been, it's been fun. You know, um, 
I think one of the go- you know achieving one of the goals is, is, is making the playoffs has is, is been uh, good. It's almost a um, a relief to a certain extent. But um, you know, I, I just like you know you know we you know we're getting a good football team in Westwood this week. Uh, we know what we need to do. I think as a, as a team um, in our preparations, we've we've, we've been doing that uh, you know for the last several weeks, and and, and it's good. I mean, and this is a fun one. You know, we get a lot of respect for. Uh, you know, Westwood and Coach Sergio. We've known Coach Sergio and all for, for years since he's been with uh, uh, Jeff and up in Ishpeming. And, uh, you know, he continues that mentality over in Westwood now. And, you know, we've known um, Coach for a long time. And I think there's a lot of respect between the staff and between the teams. So it's uh, these are games are, these are the games that are fun. Coach, flashing back to a year ago, you played Westwood week nine, had a chance to win and get into the postseason, lost 44 to nothing. Do your guys carry a little bit of a chip on their shoulder as they get set for round two this weekend? You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they carry a chip or not. Um, I'm sure it's in their memory still. We haven't alluded to it a lot. I mean, Westwood was real good last year, you know. Um, <laughs> real good. Um, you know, I look at it, going back and watching films of the past, you know, like we like to do is, um, yeah, they were they were solid, you know, up front, you know, uh, with Sam Gillis and uh, um, Bergman and and Beckman and any throw with Langell in there from this year's team, you know, on the team, and they were they were good. Hewitt, uh, Man, you know, they had a lot of good players. I had I was fortunate enough to be able to uh, to coach them in the All Star game this year, and they're very very talented. So, um, you know, you, you can't really dwell on the past. Uh, you gotta you know take take everything with a grain of salt and know that it's a different team and with different players and different personnel and um and, and focus more on that coach let's talk about westwood what are you expecting from them on friday night well you know <laughs> watched a lot of games at westwood and i'm sure i kind of laugh because uh you know school uh, coach sergio has you know i think he's followed us in every game this year except for one so i know he's got probably at least eight films on us i'm sure he's got the other one already too so um, I kind of laugh, you know, we're real familiar with each other. Um, you know, they're, they're good at what they do. You know, they're going to sit there and, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to run their, uh, uh, you know, do their read stuff with the inside outside stuff. And, um, you know, I, I like the way Delangelo throws the ball. So you always have to be the leader of that. So, you know, they present a lot of problems offensively and defensively. They're, they're solid. You know, they're, they're disciplined. They're well coached and, uh, you know, they make few mistakes. So it's, it's, uh, it's always, a, it's always fun to get into games like this. What do you guys need to do on your side of the ball to take care of business? Well, I think on both sides of the ball, and I've said this for, for weeks with you when, when we had these conversations, is we have to be good. We have to be good individually. We're carrying out our assignments, you know, both as individuals and as a as an offense or a defense. I mean, that's the biggest thing is just focus on your job at hand as, as, and doing your 111 to the best of your ability. And uh, We've been focusing on it now and, uh, you know, for several weeks and, and and it's been good it's been good for us to be able to focus on uh on individuals and, and improving those individual skills that we have on our on our guys so that's what i think we need to really focus on uh, that aspect of it just doing our 111 to the best of our ability and, and good things will happen coach if you pay attention to the playoff projections you and westwood have been matched up together the last couple of weeks does that change how you go about preparing for this game if you want to show your hand or not are you going for the win outright to get home field advantage how do you go about preparing for this one i go i go about this like i have every week for the last uh, 29 years uh, this is this is the most important game on our schedule because it's the next game and, and and you have to do that um you know we're we're not uh unfamiliar with playing teams uh, two times, you know, it was, um, for everything that's at hand, and that's, that's just 
Friday night, and that's what we need to, to focus on as a team and as a staff, and as it is the most important game. And next week, that'll be the most important game then, and who we play or who we face. Um, you know, that's what we'll have to turn attention to. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, this time of year, it's, it's fun. Um, we look forward to it, and um, we know from here on out, uh, the competition is good, and, and we're, we're, we're one loss away from ending our season. So we, you know, we're considering this also like a playoff game, and it's going to, I'm sure it's going to be a playoff mentality. There's going to be a lot of people there. There should be a lot of people there, you know. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good atmosphere. You know, you wouldn't want to be anywhere else on a Friday night. Tell me about the Westwood rivalry. You know, I know that Nagani's dominated it for a long time. It's become more competitive over the years, but tell me about matching up with Westwood. No, it's been fun. It's, it's really, um, you know, if you look at the last couple of years now with, uh, with Coach Sergio and, and bringing that, that Ishbring Coach Olson, Olson mentality over, it's been, uh, it's been fun. You know, like I said, we, uh, we, I think Coach Wild, Coach Coach, Coach uh, Sergio back in the day. So, you know, obviously there's a familiarity between the staffs. Um, and there's a lot of respect between the staff, you know, and, and like I said, these kids, uh, chew the same, a lot of the same dirt here around, around the area, you know, the kids know the Westwood kids and vice versa. And these are fun, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really has been competitive the last couple of years and it's been a good part of, good, good, uh, good to be a part of. Paul Jacobson is a head football coach in Nagani. His team takes on Westwood to close a regular season. Appreciate the time as always, Jake. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks, Tanner. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. When is the last time you reviewed your home loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Hi, I'm Ross Anthony, Vice President, Mortgage Loan Officer at MBank. Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your local MBank lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly payment, help you pay your mortgage off faster, or get cash out for a big expense. Let an MBank mortgage specialist help you decide it's time to refinance today. MBank, community-focused, client-driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette Redmen football with head coach Eric Mason. His team 4-4 four and four entering the home stretch. Coach, one final game to determine a conference championship, maybe a playoff spot. What's the emotion like in the locker room for your guys? It's been very good. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, this week the kids are very excited. The biggest thing for us right now, uh, I know you just mentioned the playoff stuff, but the biggest thing is is the conference uh uh, title, uh, you know, which we've talked before, we haven't won in many years. So that's our biggest focus right now. Take care of Friday, and the kids have been very upbeat, uh, which at this time of year is is very good because, as you know, it's the weather isn't always the best out for practice, and it uh, and it, it drags, you know, at some points towards the end of the year. But the kids are excited, and uh, I'm excited for them. Well, Coach, you mentioned that your focus is on the conference championship rather than what could happen with the playoff picture. Does that boil down to just controlling what you can control? Absolutely. You know, I, I you know, I hear things. Uh, I'm one of those people that until I hear it from the official people, uh, I don't believe it. So I, I'm going to, you know, control what we can control. And I know the kids, you know, with this, you know, days of social media and all those different things, they've got more information than I have, and they know how I am with those things and I I still 
trust, I don't tell them not to talk about it, put it that way. I don't mind them talking about it. I just kind of goes in one ear and out the other and I'll wait till Sunday and, and move on from there. But yeah, this, this game, uh, you know, Kingsford's always a, a tough opponent and has been over a number of years. Uh, so, you know, I want to focus on that and just keep them on the, you know, the, uh, what, what's in front of you first. Well, coach, let's talk about Kingsford. What do we know about them? Well, you know, it's a different uh, Kingsford team because uh, not a whole lot, but you know, I got a new coach this year. Just like we, I mean, I'm the new coach for Marquette. Uh, first year, it's kind of odd because my senior year in high school was Chris Holfer's uh, first year as the Kingsford head coach. So I've seen Chris Holfer for you know the last uh, darn near well thirty plus years, and it's going to be unusual. Uh, now the staff or the coach that's there now, you know, worked. Uh, with Chris, uh, but they're a little different, you know, and they're, they're more into an I formation now. Um, some things are different, but, it, you know, it's Kingsford, and it's a, a great football community uh, between, you know, all the schools in the Dickinson County area. So, you know, you expect a, a tough game from them, and they're going to they're gonna be competitive and, and play hard, uh, you know, but it will be unusual not seeing Chris on the sideline. Well, Coach, I'm looking at their schedule, and it's unusual because outside of conference play, Every game was out of state for them. Does that make it tougher to try and engage what kind of Kingsford team you'll see? It does. Uh, you know, you, I mean, I guess it, with us, too, um, you know, they're probably thinking the same thing. I mean, other than our conference play, you know, they don't, they're not aware of the teams downstate that were playing the Traverse Cities and Alpena, Petoskey, those type of things. But I think, you know, that we have enough. Uh, on them, I mean, you look at the common opponents with Escanaba, Gladstone, and, and uh, Menominee, and you can get a good idea uh, of what they're about. And you know, I, again, it's it's a, a Dickinson County uh, football team, which that county always brings uh, great football, and they're well coached, and those kids are, are very competitive. Well, Coach, let's go back to last year's game with Kingsford, a 21-20 win. Do you take anything away from a win like that a year ago? Well, I, I guess confidence uh, is the biggest thing, which, as we talked before, with 15- to 18-year-old kids, um, confidence is huge. Uh, a lot of these kids, uh, the majority, other than the, the sophomores that we have on the team uh, this year, were in that game or were part of that game last year, so... You hope they reflect on that. Uh, it was an exciting game in Kingsford, and you know that the both teams played hard, and, and Marquette was able to come out with a with a big win. Um, so you know you always look at those type of things with you know, like I say, high school kids, and, and any confidence you can gain, and any any little uh, edge I guess you can have with teams like that, you want to use and remind them of, and but yet keep them humble. Has it been a good week of practice for you guys? It actually is, yeah. The practice, my, my team is, is surprising me. Uh, I think we talked before, I told you early on, this team was notoriously not a very good practicing team. And over the last several weeks, they've, they're proving me wrong there. And we've had good practices. Uh, the kids are, you know, coming out. They're on time. They're, they're getting things done. And, you know, they're, they got energy through practice, which, like I said again, that's it, huge this time of year because uh, you're you know you're at the end. It's been a, a long couple of months, um, ups and downs, and emotions and all those type of things. But the kids are still finding it. You know the competitive and uh, event, you know in practice is what's been the biggest thing too. Is our our kids are competitive in practice. We basically have our 
a number of our starting D kids on our scout team D and vice versa. So that makes it uh, competitive in practice and sometimes ruffles a little feathers with kids, but that's just what makes you better. Coach, you go back a few weeks, your team was 2-4, and four, your backs were against the wall, your team really responded, answered the bell, and now they put you in a position to do something really special entering Week 9. Do you feel like the most improvement has been made here in these last couple of weeks? For sure, yeah, and I think the most improvement has been made uh, up front, you know, with our line. I mean, we, we started off very inexperienced uh, with our linemen this year, and uh, they've come a long way each and every week. Uh, we've done better in the run game, and that was the biggest thing. I mean, our pass, our pass protection has always been pretty darn good, but we we needed to work a little extra on our run game. And last week, especially in the first half, we ran the ball extremely well. Um, Gladstone adjusted, of course. Uh, good teams do that in the second half and, and shut us down to a point. But then we had the pass game to to fall back on. So we've got a pretty good balance right now, I feel, uh, with our kids. And again, I, I think each week, uh, you know, it's obvious each week as you win, your kids get more and more confidence and believe in themselves. And we got a little more continuity too, I think was a big thing with our linemen. We got the same five for the last several weeks, which, you know, you, you know, with linemen, it, it just is that much more beneficial to you when you got the same guy playing next to another and, they get used to each other and communication and those type things. Coach, how about defensively? What do you expect out of Kingsford? Under, I think even front, uh, most teams, you know, it's always nice because when we look back on film, uh, you can always look back on teams that are similar to us. And Kingsford, you know, played Escanaba, which they're very similar to us. Uh, Menominee, a little different, uh, but uh, – Looking at the Escanaba film, you know, Kingsford was in even front. Uh, you know, basically, they get to the ball. Um, last week, you know, it was it's an unusual film with Menominee because Menominee, you know, had their way basically with them. And, that's, you know, especially between those two schools, that's so unusual. I think, you know, I'm treating it as Kingsford just came out and, you know, had a bad game, and, and we're going to treat it as though that was you know, they're one mulligan, I guess you'd say, and they're going to come out and play hard. But, you know, Kingsford teams are always, uh, their effort's always there. They're, they're very well coached, and they expect the same from this team. On your side of the ball, Coach, what do you guys need to do to take care of business on Friday? Well, it gets back again, I think, to being balanced on offense. Uh, you know, try and come out, start fast. That's, you know, I asked the kids, you know, last week, that was our goal, and they did do that, um, which, you know, is huge, again, with high school kids and their confidence and, and getting things rolling. But we need to be balanced, uh, start off by controlling the line of scrimmage as best as possible, and secure the football. I mean, you know, these are all cliches that you hear day in and day out from uh, coaches in football, but it's all true. I mean, you know, you can't allow and have mistakes against good teams like Kingsford's and they're going to take advantage of them if you do that. So it's just basically playing our game and being sound and just putting forth the effort that the kids have the last several weeks. Eric Mason is a head football coach at Marquette, his team with a conference title on the line and maybe a spot in the postseason as well. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Appreciate it, Tanner. Thank you. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. 
I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. Welcome back to the ESPN UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Gwen Modeltowner football with head coach Dion Brown. His team set to take on Munising to close the season on Friday. Coach, the results haven't gone the way you'd like them to, but your team's still with a chance to get into the win column on Friday. What's the mood in the locker room as you gear up for Munising? Uh, it's still positive vibes. Uh, guys ready to get out there and uh, just excited to get, try to get a win. I mean, we can't finish the season. Oh and nine, but uh, it's been great. It's been the same mood all year, honestly, and that's that's and a lot of people have asked me that this week, like Dion, how's the guys, how's everything going? I say, you know, maybe it's because we're so young that we just, you know, these guys don't know better. But it's been a, it's been very positive, you know, on the on the practice field. So, uh, just continue to do what we've been doing all year, and uh, just try to fix our mistakes. But everything has been fine for us. Despite the record, are you happy with the effort from your guys? Yes, yes. I, I, I've been very pleased with us, probably besides last week at Western County, because you knew one of these games, you know, you got an 0-17, you ain't won the game. You knew one of these games it was just going to catch up with us. And last week we came out that first half, and Western took it to us. So I've been very pleased with the effort, besides last week in the first half against Western County. Well, Coach, tell me about this week of practice. What have you guys addressed as you gear up for Munising? Uh, just trying to get some young guys involved more for next year, uh, playing a few few more sophomores that we got. Um, just going out there, still running, running, running the ball. We feel like a little bit more instead of because you know we've been passing the ball a lot. Just trying to run the ball a little bit more. A few more different formations that we you know trying out for next year. Uh, a few more wing backs that we putting out there instead of wide receivers. Just trying a few new wrinkles to see what we can do for next year. That's it. What does Munising look like, Coach? Uh, they kind of look like a little bit like us. Um, kind of, you know, trying a few things, anything to try to get a win. But uh, you can tell Hootery is a pretty good player, uh, really led by a good senior quarterback, really good athlete that tries to get the edge. Um, and that's really pretty much about it, just, they got about two or three formations that they run, and they just trying to get an edge, get some going. What is it about that quarterback that makes him so dynamic? Uh he's he's because he's a, a really talented athlete. You, you knew, we knew that last year. You can see that this year. Um, really good basketball player. Just one of those kids that you know, if you get him in the space, he's going to do he's going to do his damage. Uh, try to hit. He, could throw the ball pretty good. Uh, I can tell the receivers are pretty young. So 
you just got to contain him. You contain him, I think you got a very good chance to beat these guys. Did they throw the ball quite a bit? Yes, you see him throwing. You see him throwing a ball. Uh, he's they, he, he also uh, they line up in four or five wide receivers at times, and he'll throw the ball. Uh, he's the punter, and they go a weird little punt formation where they go four or five wide, where they go five wide receivers, and he's even got the run the option of passing it and running, passing it or uh, kicking it. So you know, if the ball is in his hands, probably ninety percent of the time. So. You just got to keep an eye on him, and hopefully he don't break anything and keep him contained. Well, Coach, with a game like this where each team is trying to get into the win column before the season ends and they run those weird formations, is it a game where you got to stay disciplined because maybe someone's going to try an unusual fake, throw the kitchen sink yeah, at you? Yeah, both teams got nothing to lose. And you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, nothing to lose. Just stay home, uh, watch trick plays, and we – Seen a, we've been doing a halfback pass in practice. We think those guys are going to try to do it. It's just all little things. Just beware of pretty much everything. I mean, it's the last game of the season. Go out and have fun. How about on defense? What does Munising look like? Uh, 44 look. Been like that for a while. Uh, every game film that I've seen, no matter what you go go against, no matter what you throw out there against them, they uh, they going to come in a 44 look, either a stack 44 or kind of like a 6-2 look, but it's really a 4-4. Two outside linebackers hard up on the edge. Uh, so, you know, nothing nothing fancy or anything like that. They really don't blitz. So that gives us a pretty good thing in the passing game. Um, just got to block it and stay on our blocks and try to run the football. Are they fairly big up front? No, they're not. They're not. They're a decent-sized line. Uh, I think we could control the line of scrimmage against these guys. I think that we can get out in space against these guys, and I think that we could set up some good one-on-ones with our wide receivers, especially for Harnick and, you know, Leakin Stearns out of the backfield. So we could we could pretty much do anything. I just think that we just got to not turn, turn the ball over. You get in the regular season at home. Tell me about the community support this year and what it means playing at Gwynn on Friday nights. Uh, a lot of people still, they, they, they came up to me and said, you know, Dion, we got your support. Uh, you've been doing a uh, heck of a job with these kids. You know, you could tell young roster, you know, they have a JV team. So a lot of sophomores got a chance to play. And actually freshmen got a chance to play. So, you know, it's just a learning experience. But people have, have said that, you know, next year you guys will be, guys will be fine because most of the team we have coming back is going to be seniors and juniors. And that experience, they just get great experience this year. But, you know, it's, 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 Gwen has always been a very good community to me. And that's why I continue to push each and every day. And, um, just sometimes the ball just don't go your way, you know. Um, we got to get better though as a, as a, as a coaching staff and as a, uh, as a team and understanding our defensive concepts, you know, a little bit better. And that comes just, for me, just coaching up these guys. And, you know, that's what I plan to do this off season. Uh, told a lot of the guys, you know, after basketball season, just go down, watch film. We're going to write a lot of things down, and uh, we'll be fine. Deion Brown is a head football coach at Gwynn. His team takes on Munising in Week 9. Appreciate the time as always, Deion. Best of luck. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. 
Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Ishpeming Hematite football with head coach George Nimi. His team capping the regular season with a 54-8 win over Bark River Harris. Coach, you end the year 7-2, and conference champions. You do that back-to-back years. Tell me, let's first and foremost talk about your conference championship. You guys win the Westpac Iron Division two years in a row. Tell me about that accomplishment for your program. Well, I'll tell you what—it's a great accomplishment for this uh, for this group of kids. Um, you know, to, to follow up last year and 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 repeat. Um, you know, our you know, you know, our strength, of course, was with our offensive line, and we uh, you know we, we knew we had some uh, you know some strength there, and and uh, you know our 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 backs were able to catch up, and and uh, you know we're able to do a job, and we were able to accomplish uh, one of our goals, which was to win that conference championship. Coach, you totaled 432 yards on the ground last night. Your line was outstanding. Your run game. Did you just feel like that was peak Ishpeming football? That, that, that was Ishpeming football last night. Um, you know, again, can't say enough about our offensive line. Um, just opening up holes that, you know, that, that you know, a, a slow 55-year-old guy like me can run through. And, uh um, you know they, they they just did an incredible job, and then you know we we were able to mix up uh, we're, we were able to mix in some passes last night. We had a couple of court, you know a couple of guys throw the football last night, a couple of touchdowns in the air. So uh, so the run game definitely opened up some other opportunities for us. Mark River Harris went down and scored about halfway through the first quarter, and then it was all hematites after that. What'd you guys do? Was there something that was said in that huddle or something? How'd you flip the switch? Well, you know. They came out in a formation that we haven't seen before, and uh, you know we, we kind of had to adjust on the fly. And you know they they were picking us apart. We made a couple adjustments, and then our kids got it. They built that confidence up, and uh, you know we were able to hold that uh, you know for the rest of the game. Coach, how about your team's defensive effort last night, holding Bark River Harris to just eight points, and again nothing after their opening drive. You know our defensive line, you know, all year has been solid. Um, there, I, I don't think we've had one team that's been able to run the football on us. Um, so they've they've had to go to the air. We we know teams are going to go to the air, and uh, you know that's that's been a you know a little bit of a weakness for us. But you know we get better every week after we see it, and uh, you know that's our goal again. You know we're going to probably end up seeing Bark River Harris next week. So you know we're gonna we're gonna rep that. And we're gonna keep working with our defensive backs and. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can keep improving. Yeah, you know, the playoff projections, you mentioned that we very well could see the same matchup next week. Was that on the back of your mind when you're calling plays, not wanting to show your hand or anything like that? You know, we, we kept it simple last night. That, that You know, that's a true statement. We You know, we, we didn't show them too much. You know, we, we kept it simple. I think we used a couple, just, you know, two of our formations um, that were successful for us. You know, that in mind that, uh, you know, we were probably going to see them next week. Did you feel like you got a lot of different guys involved, like you were spreading the football and distributing it pretty well? Oh, yeah, absolutely we did. Um, you know, like I said, you know, we've got the, you know, the three running backs on our backfield right now, Ben Pruitt, uh, Otto Swanson, John Corkin. Um, I think uh, John Corkin, you know, threw a touchdown pass. Ben Pruitt threw a touchdown pass. You know, so so we, we got a lot of guys involved last night. And then we were able to get some of our JV players in, uh, you know, in the in the fourth quarter and get them some reps as well. Well, Coach, tell me about what your team does now as you get set to wait for the official projections to come out. What's the feeling with you guys? You 
talked a little bit about that last night, you know, and, uh, you know, this is this is our playoff run and this is where we need to be. You know, we, we you know, it's week nine, now we're going into week ten. Um, you know, things should be flowing smoothly. We know who we are. We know what we're capable of doing. Um, and we just need to know who we're going to play and we'll prepare for them and, uh, you know, and, uh, and go to work. Do you like where your team is in all three aspects of the game or is there still another step you feel they can take? You know, there, there's still some improvement that we need to make in our in our pass coverage. Um, and, uh, you know, I, again, we're just going to keep practicing that. We're not going to give up on it. We're, you know, we're, our, our goal is, you know, is, is to win each game. Our, you know, we've got a next man up mentality. And, uh, you know, you know, if we have to put a new person into that, uh, you know, defensive backfield, we're going to rep them. We're going to coach them up and, uh, you know, hope for some success. Coach, you started the year three and two. You had those two losses to Nagani and Westwood, and then it seemed like your team flipped a switch. What happened there? Was it something mentally? Was something sad? What happened to get you guys back on the right track and spark this postseason run? You know, I think it was the Gwyn game. You know, we played a great first half against Gwyn, and then Gwyn came back on us. And I and I think in the locker room, we took a good hard look at what we were trying to accomplish. And uh, you know, we were able to uh, you know get our get our captains involved, get the whole teams involved, and you know, we, you know, we we took it upon ourselves that we weren't tucking our tails. We knew what we were capable about capable of doing, and and uh, I think that's the game that changed our uh, our focus. Coach, lastly, tell me about your JVs. They wrap up the season. Tell me about their year. You know, they closed out their season with a great win. Um, they won 18-12 to 12 last night, yesterday. And, uh, you know, they, they started the season with a win, finished their season with a win. Um, and, uh, you, you know, now some of those kids are going to come up uh, on the varsity and get this playoff experience. So uh, I say it's been a pretty successful year for those guys. George Nemi is the head football coach at Ishpeming. His team's 7-2 and two heading into the postseason. Appreciate the time as always, George. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. Hey, thanks, Tanner. Let's take a timeout. More in a moment on ESPN-UP. Now you can combine big boys' big goodness with big room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on big boy Marquette. You pay for the food. The room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need, and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. If you missed any part of our show today, get caught up on demand. Get our free mobile app from the Apple App Store, Google Play, or look up ESPNUP.com and check out the on-demand there. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad you're with us this Friday afternoon. Let's wind it down by taking one last look at the UP scoreboard for Week 9. And we got it going last night. Ishpeming, we just talked with Coach George Nimi. They get the win 54-8. to They clinch the Westpac Iron Division title as they beat Bark River Harris last night. Again, Bark River Harris scored on their opening drive. And Ishpeming responds with 54 unanswered points to end the game. We might see this matchup again next week. The Hematites end the regular season 7-2. They go 7-0 in division play. Bark River Harris 
is five and four. And again, they are predicted to get in as an at-large. Eight-player football last night. Engadine closes the regular season with a 54-20 win over Cedarville. Engadine now eight and one as they await their postseason draw. Cedarville, meanwhile, drops to five and four. They're going to have to wait till Sunday to see if they're going dancing or not. And the North Central caps a 9-0 regular season with a forfeit victory last night over Stevenson. Games coming up this evening. Menominee projected to get in as a four seed in Division 6 right now. They could move themselves up maybe to a second seed when they take on unbeaten Hopkins. Menominee 5-3, and three, Hopkins a Class B team 8-0. and no. Gladstone 3-5 and five on the road. They take on Ascada. The Braves trying to end their season on a high note. Ascada, meanwhile, comes in at 7-1. and one. The Sioux with a chance to clinch a postseason berth tonight. They head downstate to take on Gaylord. The Sioux 5-3, and three, Gaylord 2-6. and six. Hancock with a chance to get themselves in consideration for an at-large bid. They're 4-4. Four and four. They're at home tonight against 2-6 and six, Houghton, Nagani at Westwood, both teams 6-2, and two. both teams projected to meet in the first round of the postseason, and in all likelihood, home field advantage on the line tonight. Westwood has never hosted a playoff game in school history, a chance to, in all likelihood, clinch that with a win this evening against the Miners. That game can be heard here in ESPN-UP, 6.40 pregame, 7 o'clock kick. It's my hope that you join me. Elsewhere in the West Pack tonight, West Iron County at 6-2 and two on the road, taking on 2-6 and six Norway. Charlevoix, 5-3 and three on the road. They battle 6-2 and two Harbor Springs. Rapid River at home tonight. They battle Superior Central. Superior Central, 2-6. and six. Rapid River, 3-5. and five. Great Lakes West Conference matchup. North Dickinson at 2-6 and six at home with Carney Nadeau. They come in with a 3-5 and five record. Newberry chance to clinch a postseason spot tonight. They're on the road against Rudyard. Newberry, 5-3. and three. Rudyard, 3-5. and five. Kingsford at Marquette in a battle of four and four teams. One team will inch themselves onto the playoff bubble, hoping to get off that by Sunday. And Marquette with a win would secure their first conference title outright since 1973. Escanaba on the road taking on Schwartz Creek. The Eskimos 6-2, and two, Schwartz Creek 1-7. and seven. Lots at 4-4 four and four, trying to keep their postseason hopes alive. They got to go on the road and take on Calumet, a team that comes in at 7-1 and one, and major home field advantage implications in this game for the Copper Kings with a win. They wouldn't have to leave the UP in the postseason except to get to Ford Field for the state championship. Go Gibbick 0-8 on the road at 8-0 Iron Mountain. The Mountaineers trying to cap an unbeaten season. That includes a Westpac Copper Division title. Elsewhere in the Westpac, Gwynn at home taking on Munising. Both teams 0-8. Each team trying to get into that win column before the season comes to an end. East Jordan at home tonight at 3-5. They take on Granville Calvin Christian at 1-7. Johannesburg Lewiston 8-0 trying to cap an unbeaten regular season. They go on the road to take on Inland Lakes who comes in at 0-8. Pickford 7-1 and one on the road tonight. They'll battle Brimley at 5-3, and three, looking to punch their ticket to the postseason. And Forest Park trying to finish strong. They're at home tonight at 6-2. and two. They will battle 1-7 on Tanagan. Game's coming up tomorrow. Manistique 3-5 and five, trying to play spoiler. Lakeland and Hubble at 5-3. and three, A chance to clinch a postseason berth. That game tomorrow, as is St. Ignace at home against Hart. The Saints are 4-4, four and four, looking to keep their postseason hopes alive against 1-7 Hart High School. That is a look around the UP for the high school football scoreboard week nine. Playoff bids are going to fly off the table tonight. There's a lot to be played for here in the UP, including the game that we'll have here on ESPN-UP this evening. Again, it's my hope you join myself, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight, as we'll get the pregame going right around 640. Kickoff is set for 7 
It's going to be a fun one. You won't want to miss it. Could be a preview of next week's postseason matchup. That is it for us. I appreciate you tuning in. Again, if you missed any part of the show, get caught up on demand. Hear your favorite coach. Get our free mobile app from the App Line Store, Google Play, or look up ESPNUP.com. Signing off from the ESPNUP WZAM Ishpeming Marquette Studios, I'm Tanner Hoops. Have a great Friday night. Enjoy your game. Travel safely.